my name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. Dear oh, diary. Shit. I just dropped a D4. That's a caltrip. Hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I got to heat my dice back up. In the last episode, our adventurers remembered that there was a five-hour time difference Hell between yeah. the forest and the outside world. Dog, episode 50 of this campaign. Let's go, champ. The canopy <sighs> is super thick. There's vines moving around. Like oh, she's were... super thick, dog. Mm. The canopy is so thick. <sighs> yeah. I, mean, I don't on need one. to just <laughs> describe it anymore. <laughs> um, and our heroes walked forward. And forward Let's call it. and forward <laughs> and ended up in the same place yep. it's with Lord the, of the Rings trilogy walking forever yep. hey you know how many awards Lord of the Rings won so what I'm hearing is this podcast is gonna win seven <laughs> Emmys exactly Let's okay go. um Ari applies some deer piss to himself <gasps> fucking yeah dude and Gelsira attempts to commune with nature but it became so oppressive <laughs> that she literally slowed down in walking. The party takes magic mushrooms. Yeah. (laughs) And they all feel full. Dude, I I hope I can get some more of those after we're done. I'm gonna. Jesus. However, they finally get into the bramble maze. Sell these traps back if we never (laughs) sell them. At which point, Gelsira feeds the bramble maze with her magic. Whoops. (laughs) Oh, she's she's crystalling. I'm gonna crystal too. And then all of a sudden, our heroes, after walking, 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 fight some dire wolves, which means I'm, guess what? I'm really excited for when Gelsira gets to turn into a Turns dire into wolf. A dire wolf. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Can we that. use that beast sense to find the hind? Um, Pull that microphone back to you. And in the end, <laughs> Neith uses her daggers and ends one of the dire wolves, as then Pan finishes off the other. Delcyra did actually. Delcyra finished off the other. Band did a lot of damage. Yeah, he did most of the work. I mean, he (laughs) was down there being sexy with the dire wolf, wrapping it up in a grapple, you know, jerking it off. His pan roar. You know, doing that firefighter calendar shit. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go, champ. (laughs) I do kind of see Pan doing a firefighter calendar at some point. I'm picturing it right now. Yeah. The only thing he's wearing is the helmet. So now that they have killed a couple dire wolves and they have seen the hind at one point, (laughs) but missed their chance to get it, let's find out what our players do in this episode. Oh, someone play. That was a really good. (laughs) 
was a really good diary, Deborah. Well that was done. Good. Way to go. Seriously, that was a really Thanks. good diary. That's how you know the episode was good when the diary, the follow-up diary is also really, really good. Um, in our last episode, our players were hearing a lot of loud buzzing. Birds were flapping above their heads, including six hunter birds. I can't oh, read the next shit. word that I wrote. I have to give myself more HP. To hunt, um, Wrong dice. Oh, I do too. But our heroes were able to bring down a bunch of birds and get their silver feathers with black tips. And no other colors on their wings. I, my handwriting last time was atrocious. <laughs> like it's, I teach handwriting too. This is bad. One time. Um, and our party does take a rest. Neath smells like, oh, Neath now smells like deer piss. <laughs> Why again? Oh, because I had the vial and yeah. Yeah. Got it. And the party killed some birds Fuck in yeah. a very theatrical style. And all of a sudden, the portal opened to the art, the altar <laughs> of the twelve gods. Never. Because oh, surprise! We finished uh, a task. Yes, you did by accident. Not by accident. Bum, 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 well, bum. I guess it was kind of a happy accident. Happy we weren't accident. like purposely trying to Ari, do that particular thing. Thank task. you. Because you guys didn't do a whole lot. Went to town. Some people cross-classed. Picked up some equipment. Spoke to Hecate. Learned a few things about the forest that may be of some assistance to you. So you're all still there in Aspasia. Dear Diary. So in our last episode, the party planned how to lure the hind. Lural. I don't that's not a word. Lure. <laughs> lure the hind. Make a crazy Oh, we Part had a crazy included... great plan. Do you remember what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I forgot what it was. I just wrote down crazy great plan and I know it was your plan. <laughs> And part of that included <laughs> Gelsira enchanting the traps. Yeah, that was, you know, that's part of it, yeah. Which she did while having lunch. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> eat, cast, eat, mm-hmm. cast, eat, cast. Drink ambrosia. <laughs> and while they were doing that, Neith got a little bored. So Neith went to the oh, Gilded Sparrow. I forgot about that. To get banged. During which she found the rogues, Banger. the throne to the rogues guild. The and found throne. out who the real... Seat of power is sorry, and not only did she Spoilers. find that, she also found three different doors that who knows where they go to because they don't look like regular doors, like to hallways or anything. Yeah, they're special doors, they look like special doors. And she spent some time with the leader of the Rogues Guild, Gelsira, got some new claws. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. And Cedric oh, yeah. and Karga got get, little who'd booties. Who they get all that stuff from? Best god of the twelve. Best god of the twelve. Hephaestus is yep. bestest. <laughs> so let's see if maybe in this episode our uh, our players can actually maybe get back to the hunting grounds. Maybe maybe use someone else's god for once. <laughs> so let's find out this time, and some would play. Dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> in our last episode. Our heroes decided to take a walk to the barracks. Episode 53. Where they were handing episode. out ma- magic mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. And they found out we're still good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Of course they are. They're the Gelsira fruiting bodies of the mycelium. got a constable plate. <laughs> an she plate. was an actual plate. She was very disappointed with it, but tried to be nice about it. I know, rude. <laughs> also, she should just be grateful she got anything. <laughs> 
and it smelled just like her favorite things. So I don't know what she's what she was like being all miffed about. She's just irate, you know. It is. She's just always miffed, always. But then our heroes, you're always went to hidden. She's always miffed. Bindi's bobbles went behind it, and Gelsira cast travel via plant spell. And you know, and it went really well. It went really well. They walked through the portal. Portal. Nailed it. Took the meat bridge. <laughs> <laughs> they got back to the altar, then walked through the other portal. Um, well, they tried to walk through it with the fire elemental, but evidently the fire elemental could not tag along. Persona non grata, as they say in Latin. But that's okay, because once they got through, Gelsira became fire and set the net gun. Yeah, no, she's the best. And then she burned through the bamble, the bamble maze. <laughs> Doing all the work. To get to the center. The t- the Our heroes were so amazing at setting traps that they could not fail. Could not. Could not fail. And Nee started using some of her new ranger abilities. The end of our episode, our heroes were hiding in holes and see the hind approach the traps. Let's see what will happen this time at Sunwood Play. (laughs) Dear Diary, in our last episode, our heroes were waiting for the hind after preparing the center of the bramble maze. As well as they possibly could. They set traps. They set up nets. They had weapons ready. And they dug holes to hide in. Holes, graves, who knows? And as they were silently sitting there, they saw the hind approach one of their traps. The hind went under the net and tripped the wire. Snap! And all of a sudden, there were seven hinds! Mm. Oh, oh no yeah. I remember that <laughs> That was one of my proudest moments <laughs> One got caught in a net One got caught in a trap One turned out to be an illusion As Neith found out when she tried to throw some bo- a bola at it Another <laughs> one turned out to be an illusion As it just ran through a net One got caught in another trap And then two of them Just kind of ran through Or just run through Our heroes tried to capture the hind and Galsira had the awesome idea to summon some pixies, mm. which then immediately started to d- undo the tra- magic traps. <laughs> As they were fighting the three hinds that they could, Pan begins to ride the hinds. Mounted that bitch up. And within combat, Neath learns how to hogtie. The high lands on Pan as the pixies turn into dire wolves. <laughs> oh my. Ari's hind exploded into light. And then Neath began to set the wolves on fire. Pan rips the head off of a wolf. <clears throat> I'm not quite sure what pixie squirt means. Well, I think they're like pouring raspberries. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Ari used his dragon's breath and Gelsira, oh, turned into a gorilla and started punching things. Mm-hmm. The pixies went, nope. We are out of here and flew away. Instead of using her newfound bow or new given, newly given bow, Neat decides just to throw one of her explosive arrows. And our party was able to capture the hind. Will our heroes be able to get the hind out of the bramble maze and out of the world hunting grounds and actually complete the third task? Let's find out on this episode of Someone Play. In our last adventure, we almost got her. <laughs> Ari remembered that the horses existed 
And he was hoping that they were getting a spa vacation. Mm-hmm. And they were. According to Lucy, it was the best. Let's let's hope they don't hate us for taking away taking them away from that. From that, right? If anyone is going to hate it, it's going to be the two ladies' horses. Anos is happy to be fucking out of there. Let's go, champ. <laughs> so after some due consideration, our party decides to take the third exit on the right. And while Ari gets his nuts in his last trap. I thought you said nuts. Yep. <laughs> no. Nuts. Ari got his nuts. <laughs> Ari got his nuts. Neath disappeared so into the mist. That was so cool. And got really cold. She didn't she bring was a so jacket. so cold and tingling. I'm listening. You have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> but then the rest of the party also entered the mist and caught up to Neath. Even though Neath was basically walking in circles at that by that point, going just carving letter ends in the ground, hoping that somebody would notice that she still existed. Find me. Gelsira ended up leading them out of the bramble maze, and they were not being attacked. The archway appeared, the door opened, Pan walked through with the hind, and Neath dashed out because she's, you know, just super paranoid. And as they exited, Ari taunted the spirits. That were left in the Royal Hunting Grounds. And once they got, you know, a few feet away from it, the portal appeared. Yay! Hell yeah. They go to the portal, meet Poseidon, have some ambrosia. Goat Pan writes down their conquest of the hind, and Bahamut took Pan away. Greatest story ever told. I'm sad. I'm sure, sure we'll see him again. Somewhere. I'm sad Pan's gone. But before he was fully taken away, Ari was able to gain some dragon's blood wine. Hell yeah. And the party decided to go get their horses. And they headed out of Aspasia. So let's find out where our players end up this time. And some would play. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our players gallantly galloped out of Aspasia toward Cronus's farm. Nailed it. Electo and Ari were finally reunited. And it felt so nice. But what was also cool is that Neith and Gelsira dismounted together. It was a beautiful dismount. From each other. They were scissoring. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll stop. Sorry. But you won't. <laughs> and our players all eat heartily at Cronus's. Demeter talks to Ari about capturing the boar. Fuck yeah, I got all kinds of information. I wrote it down. And we'll lose it. And I'm not quite sure what it has an apple tight mean. It has an apple tight? It has an apple tight. Appetite? <laughs> I, I spell I, For young children. For children in flesh. Apple tight. <laughs> for children in flesh. And then Ari proceeds to ask dumb questions about God's eating preferences. Ari finally then asks helpful questions. Neith and Gelsira find a plum tree. Neith knocks on the door and they find Artemis under the tree. Gelsira eats some plums from the tree and Neith takes a bath. Ari shares some mushrooms with Electo. Not a whole lot happened in our last episode, except hopefully Ari and Pan can get... Gelsira and Neath out of the Elysian Fields. Pan can't help you with that. He's gone. Oh, yeah. 
Actually, a lot happened last episode. You yeah. found Pan heaven. Is there. Yeah, we're in, you're in heaven. In spirit. And Hopefully, me and Electo Ari are coming in. and Electo can get Galsira and Neith out of the Elysian Fields before they're trapped feeling, there forever. I have a feeling at least Electo can. Let's find out if they can do so in this episode of Some Would Play. If I roll well, maybe I can. Yeah, we may have some some social PvP tonight between players. This could be a fantastic, fun time for me, the DM. Dear Diary. <laughs> Ari and Electo entered the Elysian Fields. Nailed it. Where Karga promptly shifted mm. basically into Ari, sans the red. But also more badass. Karga picks up Ari and then runs off. Nope. What? That didn't That's happen. That's what he did. He ran he off. for a hug. Uh, yeah, he picked me up for a hug, but right. he didn't run off with me. He, I didn't say he ran off with me. Okay. Him. He ran off. Electo guarded the door to make sure it did disappear. Because she's the best. And then as Neith headed off into the woods after her nephew for the third fucking time. I mean, how many times does she have to kill that the guy, man? Twelve. The rogue leader appeared through a door he evidently had to the Elysian Fields. Nameless as fuck. And Neith was like, dude, this is boring. This is way boring. I got to get out of here. However, Gelsira was very enamored with the Elysian Fields. There was mm -hmm. lots of food. We know where Gelly's heart really is. It's mm -hmm. in her stomach. Ari attempted to pick up Gelsira to leave, so she just turned into an elephant. <laughs> and in order to get Gelsira to leave, Deborah ends up rolling a two, but thankfully, Daphne rolled a one. <laughs> and Hilarious. everyone leaves. <laughs> After my genius argument to Karga, that was a pretty good. As argument. they after they left, Ari ate some mushrooms that were actually not meant to be eaten. Hell yeah! But luckily, he's immune to poison. Mushroom life. And once they got back to the farmstead, Electo gave her dad a pretty good yelling at. Neath dines and dashes, <laughs> and Ari tells Galsira about the Armanthian boar. Neith had a nice little chat with Athena, and I wrote crap something else. Unreal. Don't know what I wrote. Crap all Ari over the place. Ari sleeps with Electo. Galsira turns into a house cat to sleep on the hearth. Biblically. And Neith sleeps in a very well set up campsite along the river as she practices using her swords as bludgeoning weapons. Ari's working on that charisma. Let's find out how far our heroes get this time in our episode of Some Would Play. For our players in our last episode, the sun rose as Ari was smooching with Electo. Uh, our heroes ate breakfast. You're on the board. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. We ate breakfast. Okay, we had a smooching discussion earlier, Electo. remember? Neith is always right tonight. Yeah, you're right. What, what did you say wrong? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Galsira had to cast a spell to feed berries to Lucy and the party finally took care of their horses Ari plowed mm -hmm. Galsira cleaned the stables and Neith did some dishes and played with Electo it's important Neith and Electo began to get some girl talk on oh yeah and Neith learned some things about a certain rogue that she knows you know who happened to be a cousin and she's supposed to say hi 
some vague stuff. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Neith went out to help in the fields. Oh yeah, and got caught, by, got cut by a sickle. And Sliced. Hades had to pick up the parts of Neith and put her back together in half. Luckily, Hades decided to put her together in the right order. Then the second time, Neith caught the sickle and ended up having like a weird out of body experience. <laughs> oh yeah, and she danced she had one of the magic mushrooms and ended up hearing the pop of the universe so you know all in all our heroes did a lot of chores for an entire episode hey it's important don't downplay chores (laughs) (laughs) so let's find out if our heroes can get anything productive done in this episode of somewhat play (laughs) dear diary our last episode, our party decides... Three different types of alcohol. ...to hunt the boar. Hell yeah. Gonna hunt the boar. They never actually got anywhere near the boar. We're gonna boar the hunt. Did anything to get better at hunting the boar. But they did decide that, that that's where they were gonna go do. Go do. Anyway. Do do. Also, Electo thinks Ari is a deer. And they head off and find a farming town. That evidently is named Etherton. Due to the ether that comes out of their fruit when you cut it. You don't know that. I say do, because that's what he said. He's th- Did he say that was how it's got its name? I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Exactly. And that it's makes... It's my diary. I'm allowed, to, <laughs> I'm allowed to make assumptions. Ass out of me. They met Luke, who mm. was not surprised by Neith coming up behind him. But they did learn that Etherton grows magic fruit. Mm-hmm. And not just magic mushrooms. Not... I don't think even magic mushrooms. (laughs) But that gets sent off to all of the golden apple apothecaries. Hell yeah. They find out that the constable is named Gabriella, who evidently knows Adani. And our party kind of sucks. And now Gabriella is probably going to go kill Adani. And also has a dinner plate badge. And also has a dinner plate badge. Important stuff. Gelsira and Neith really feel all of the arcane energy in the air. Oh, yeah. See, you messed it up because I was getting to the part where Gelsira tries the dinner plate thing again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but Neith did get (laughs) headbutted. Headbutted. They pluck. They Oh, and with the fruit... In order to know if it's good or not, you have to pluck it, you have to cut it, and you have to see if you find any traces of ether. Of ether. And everything, everything was magic in this town. And now our party just walked away. Angel Cyrus blind. Angel Cyrus blind. <laughs> she is blind. She's that thing. Let's see how our players do in this episode of Some Would Play. Anyway, dear I'm diary, <laughs> in our last episode. Our players, on their way to Ethereum to hunt the boar, came across the little small trapping town of Pittsville, which really was the pits. <laughs> Considering there was a lot of bodies lying around. Tons of them. A lot of bodies that were very obviously burnt while alive. And in fact, some of the houses were still burning and cindering. With a lot of scavenging birds eating out <laughs> the remains. Our players heard a beast off in the distance, a mighty beast. And they were like, this probably sounds like a dragon. So they went ahead and explored the town a little bit, during which they found dragon remains in one of the buildings. 
And then, yes, in my notes, I also have Ari takes people jerky. <laughs> yes. So Ari took, the, took some people jerky. And at that point, they couldn't, they didn't find anything alive. So they went to the forest surrounding it and came across a dragon cave, which was dripping with fluid and they noted was tidy as heck. They heard something breathing down through the cave and they saw there was a woman weeping over a book. Our players tried to talk her out of killing more people and perhaps even start a new life. But the woman refused, so Ari attacked. Well, let's see if our players can defeat said dragon in this episode of Some Would Play. Dear Diary. Killed a dragon. In our last episode, we had begun with Ari attacking an ancient black dragon. Yeah, it didn't go great. Turns out it's got a high AC. It has a very high AC. Now it's rolling poorly. And Neith just went, al- went ahead and went along with it. Yeah, attempting to shoot one of her explosive arrows, which hit the dragon and didn't do that much damage. But because as she was hitting it, it turned from its little old tiny woman persona into its massive ancient black dragon body. Ari and Gelsira ended up being afraid of the dragon <laughs> for a little while. I mean, it was really big at the same time that Neith hid. <laughs> Behind a bed. <laughs> Behind a bed. <laughs> However, Gelsira had the presence of mind to turn Ari into an ape. It was the best shit ever. <laughs> I loved it so much. I want to be an ape forever. And we can do it again. <laughs> I think that might become a thing. That might end up becoming a thing. And Ari began to hurl rocks that it just pulled straight from the ground. It was fucking awesome. At the dragon. Unfortunately for Ari, the dragon spewed a whole bunch of acid. It happens. <laughs> at him. And, you know, as a dragon does. Gelsira exploded a bunch of cubes, caused an ice storm, and did her own nice amount of damage to the dragon. Neith leapt up onto the dragon with some beautiful acrobatics. It was awesome. But the dragon did knock her off and into Ari. Where she did not deposit a vial of ambrosia. <clears throat> you know, Neith got a little confused for a second. She did. However, our heroes did so much damage to the dragon, it became afraid, started running away. Mm-hmm. And so Neith, you know, she's starting to get a little practice in this praying thing, actually reached out to Bahamut, who came to the aid of our heroes, and compelled dueled this dragon so it could not leave. And our heroes basically just ended up pummeling the dragon to death with to a death. beautiful death blow by Neath, <laughs> slicing the head into three pieces and landing in a nice superhero pose. Beautiful. So, thus, our heroes have defeated their first dragon. And our last episode. Ari loots the dragon scales and some meat and some teeth. The party explores the cave and finds some human bones. And then they found a dragon egg. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. What did we do we, with we, it? We weren't supposed to have found it. I, I think. think it's in the Ari's bag of holding. Yep. Oh, and Ari's bag of holding now has a dragon egg in it. And so they leave the cave where they had defeated the black dragon with the help of Bahamut. <laughs> that was and awesome. On their way to Therium, Neith learns Gelsira's backstory. Finally. Weirdly enough, they've been together long enough that you'd think they would have like already done that, but they didn't. But now they did, and it's done. The party enters Therium about noon and realizes there's some temples to Zeus, there's some temples to Hades, and they meet Albert the Stablehand and find out that there is a governess over this town. Her name is Angelica. But they're really hungry, so they go to the noodle house. Spelled N-O-O-D-L-E-H-A-U-S. Fuck yeah. Where they get tricked on by Hades. <laughs> Wasn't quite pleasant for anybody. So they leave Neath by some weapons. They were really pretty, but not better in any other way. There was some on the white side. There was some on the black side. And they really weren't any different. And they just kept, they argued more with each other than trying to actually get anybody to buy anything. But Neith needed some arrows, so there we go. So let's find out what our heroes do in Ethereum in this episode of Some Would Play. You guys were still in Ethereum. You had rested at the inn. You went to the north side of town, which is the Zeus side of town. You actually got to talk to and hang out with Zeus in his noodle house. And the noodles were good. The noodles mm-hmm. were good. They were ex- excellent. Yep. Divine, uh, yeah, it's even. It's all coming back. It inspired me to make ramen the next yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> After that, you made an appointment with the governess's secretary in the Temple of Hades. You made an appointment for dinner, 6 p.m.-ish, a dinner date with the governess. After that, you made an appointment with the governor for 10 p.m. in the Temple to Zeus. So you have dinner with the governess. You have dessert with the governor. Wait a minute. I thought those were flippity-flopped. I thought the governess was on Zeus's side and the governor was on... (laughs) Governess is on Hades' side. Did you see my shirt? Oh, what's up, my guy? He's my hero. And the (laughs) governor is on Zeus's side. (laughs) The secretaries were named Nichols and Nicole. Psychological abuse. And you were told under no circumstances should you be late. Because if you were late, the appointment would not be kept. At either one? At either one. Ugh, gross. Remember, you do have that bottle of booze that you bought from the noodle house for the governess. Dear Diary. Dear Diary. <laughs> now, last episode, oh, Need realized that everybody seemed really happy. A little too happy. A little no one really worried about the boar happy. <laughs> the boar that was eating children. <laughs> and yet everybody was happy. She also noticed that there were no children. Galsira noticed. Uh, the boar ate them all. <laughs> But, I mean, to get to that point, goodness. And and Gelsira noticed that there weren't even plants. I mean, we're talking about a very dearth of life here, except for some adults that didn't even have homes to live in. They just 
lived in inns and noodle houses. I mean, maybe there was a couple maybe in the back of the weapon shop. Who knew? <laughs> Neith tries to listen in on some conversation and there wasn't really anything important in the convos. I know why. And again, noticing that nobody's sad, nobody's grieving that a bunch of children have died. That's the worst when everyone's happy. Yeah. It's just terrible. Neith attempts to order a drink. She orders ale to try to blend in, but gets a tea. Gelsira asks for what Neith got, gets an ale. <laughs> I'm still trying to decipher that. Puzzle. Which at this point, Neith realizes there are, and Neith and Gelsira realizes there are ripples and uh, cracks in the building's like... facade. So they yell out for Ari and Alecto, <laughs> get out! Leave through the window! <laughs> but luckily they have wings. We look crazy just flying out a window, you know. <laughs> they all go to the governess's mansion. Don't realize the governess is a bastard. Radical. Go down a long hallway with no doors. I mean, what's the point of the hallway? Magic. Lazy magic. I mean, as they found out later, as they're staring at the governess, realizing she actually has stone gray skin and there are cracks in her wall. And she doesn't really care about the Armanthian boar, though she does serve them boar at dinner. They try to drink the wine and it tastes like paint thinner. They do learn how to get to the boar, which is super important. Evidently, there are even signs because they've just been sacrificing their own children to feed the boar. At this point, we realize everyone is dead, which made the governess so sad. She turned into, she revealed herself as a wraith and everybody realized we're actually sitting in a rotten, damaged and decrepit mansion. What else is new? <laughs> so Electo goes into lashy lash mode. That's all I wrote was lashy lash <laughs> for Electo. That is an adequate representation of a whip. I probably Gelsira said Gelsira and Neith are stunned while fighting the Wraith. Because of how awesome Electo is. Stunned. <coughs> or because the Wraith screamed at them. She's stunning. <laughs> and Ari is able to use his fists to punch the ghost. Yeah, baby. Fuck Let's find ghost. out if our players survive their encounter with the Wraith in this episode of Some Would Play. Uh, they- Dear Diary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, in our last episode, our players were continuing to attempt to defeat a Wraith, which they have not yet come across. The Wraith was continuing to fight Neath. <laughs> Wraith. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not there yet. We're not to Wraith yet. Oh, now we are. Neith then gets possessed by the Wraith. That was so And fun. becomes a Wraith. They fall down. And at that point, they now have the pronoun they, because now they're plural. They now, they fall through the floor, and the rest of the party followed them. Neith was so strong, she was actually able to shake off the Wraith. So she wasn't a Wraith for very long. Except... Her, you know, her player wasn't very happy that the DM took over her character sheet. (laughs) Ari punched the Wraith. I can't read my handwriting. Something about existence. Hell yeah, existence is key. (laughs) Punched the Wraith. Don't recommend it. Out of existence. Yeah, erased her from the physical plane with his key. Ari punched the Wraith out of existence with his key empowered fists of Fury. Nice. And then Ari and Electo leaves Neath. 
Electo says, good job for surviving possession. So, you know, that might have been as nice as Neith and Electo gets right there. And Neith was able to climb herself up into the next floor. She don't need no help. She's an independent woman. Quite adeptly, if I remember. Yeah. I must have had a lot to drink because <laughs> this, is, this isn't even chicken scratch. It's just like a squiggly line. We were drinking the Advent wine. <laughs> we were drinking the Advent wine. Are we to the crumbling? Um, Neith. No, something, something of drunken <laughs> corpses handed here. And our party sees just a whole <laughs> bunch of ghosts on Haiti's side. Yeah, it sounded like the illusion went yes. away. And then everybody's like, the dead. Shit. And I gave a bunch of people mushrooms. Yeah, so everything on Haiti's side is crumbling. It's already dead. Galsira touched Nichols and he just kind of blew away. <laughs> Ari sends, oh, Ari sent one ghost to Aspasia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of tricked him into taking off that way. Uh, tricked. Um, but they kind of disappeared as they took off. Yep. Our party does remember to take care of their horses. Yeah, way to go, So, guys. DM, don't kill our horses. Dope. Uh, because we thought that they were being taken care of. Oops, turns out. Oops, sides all dead. illusions. Yeah. <laughs> so, our poor horses were... Need to be taken care we of. We didn't even bathe properly. You know, I was wondering, I was thinking about that. Like, are we I still... asked him afterwards, nope. So we're still nope. dirty? Yep. yep. We're mm. dirty. We just think we're clean. <laughs> even Electo help with the horses. And we just see how much Lucy loves Gelsira. I was so happy to have bathed. Just Ari hands out mushrooms. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, to the dead. And mm-hmm. the dead just start disappearing. Because yeah. they're like, oh, where can I get these? And he's like, Aspasia. So they take off towards Aspasia and then disappear into the night. Bindi's Bobo's going to get a lot of business. And now our party is off to go see the governor. Oh, I'm just kind of hoping they like disappeared from existence when they left the city. Mm. That's my that's my hope. I hope I didn't send a bunch of ghosts <laughs> and an angels maybe to Aspasia. <laughs> yes, they all go to see the governor, who is a half man or a half... Yeah, half man and half angel. So let's see what our players do this time during some would play. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our heroes kept their appointment with Angel. Oh, we Emphasis kept, on the appointment. We kept, that was like, all right. No, you're right. Angel, you're right. the bastard. The bastard. Who also refuses mushrooms from Ari. Unreal, right? I mean, I know, these not are okay. super dope. Our heroes learned that the city was built to keep the boar at bay Matt through the sacrifices of living people and strong illusory. Any mushroom given to me, I'll eat it. An angel... Questions asked. <laughs> ...alludes that the boar will break free within a day. Yeah. I even wrote it down. Yeah, you sure will. <laughs> yep. That happened. Matt passes, Matt as a player, passes an insight roll. Insightful. Not sure what that was about because it must not have been that important for me to write it down. I, I was remembering was when, that we capture the book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that we capture. It. it just happened. Capital C-A-P-T-U-R-E. Must capture the bo- the boar. I didn't write it down, but I definitely wrote it down. <laughs> Hardcore. (laughs) Our players rearmor their horses and head to the mountains. Burp, burp, burp. Do, do, do. And they travel along. 
for a day. And at the end of the day, realize the mountains are still about a day away. But not until after we'd made a super awesome plan. Yes, our our heroes planned about the boar. All is not lost. And at the end of the day, realizing, crap, we got to go back. Yeah. Because we got to kick Angel's ass. We do. We got to do the thing. Which made Ari happy because during their one day trip into nothing, Ari was wondering how quickly to kill the boar in order to kill, in order to kick Angel's ass. I was musing. Okay. I was musing. And along their way, they did see lots of signs with skulls and flesh and blood and turned out to be the same sign with skulls and flesh and blood. And Ari got to make a medicine roll for the first time ever. (laughs) Ari got to make a medicine roll for the first time. Neith no longer has any bashing weapons because Gelsire did an awesome job in pointing out like, hey, what's up with your mace? (laughs) So Neith tried it on a tree and it was just a stick. They do, however, learn that the boar is 22 feet tall and 35 feet long. This boar is the size of a building. It's a big boar. It's a big boar. It's a big boy. He's a big boy. (laughs) 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 And on their way, Neith gets bored and starts mimicking Ari. Ah, That was fun. (laughs) So they head back to the city and... So now it's been two days. They're into nowhere, back from nowhere. Go back to the the mansion with, I mean, it's really only two stories. Is it really a mansion? The there. governor's, the governor's house. Ari flies in a window to talk to the governor because Nicole won't let them in without an appointment. Emphasis on appointment. Went really well. And he flew out the door. <laughs> Ari then gets in a fight with a wall, which... Didn't do any damage except just some rippling. Nice sound. Nice ripple sound effect. Thanks. That wall so, was bullshit. Our heroes make another appointment. Was going to be the next day. Realize that Nicole, Nicole is really tired of being in the city for forever and really wants to go back to their own plane. So they were able to move it up to an hour. Woo. They do make a plan where Electo... Because Electra really wants Neith to succeed. Hell yeah. Okay. And so they make a plan to help Neith be able to use her sneak attack. Electo's bait. And then finally, our heroes do meet with Angel, who pretends to disperse the magic. Oh, he's hilarious. Hilarious. Galsira checks to see if he actually did, is blinded by magic again. You would think she would learn how to get to maybe like magic sunglasses or something. So that when she does. We should talk to Bendy. I was about to say. You need need something so when, you know, she's um, checking on the magic. Custom Doesn't have to roll a con save. Didn't that also happen in the Royal Hunting Grounds? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It happened again. It it happened at um, the town with. Yep. I don't remember the name of the town. Etherton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not good at this <laughs> detect magic. And no, not she is stellar at detecting magic. <laughs> a little too good. Detect. Yeah. But you know, again, maybe some like sunglasses or something that'll help you not be blinded. I bet Bindi could help me out with that. But all in all, even though Gelsira tried to talk him out of it, I Angel tried. readies himself to fight. Let's find out how well our players fight against him in this episode of Sun Would Play. Dear Diary, 
And our last episode, our players were able to keep their appointment with Angel. Hell yeah. Which started with Electo chucking Neath through a window. Some weird Buffy the Vampire shit. As she crashed through the window, did a nice 61 damage. But then Angel turns and eye lasers Ari. That happened? Yes, that happened. That happened. You almost happened. died. Gelsira <laughs> pulled out the big guns early with the level eight blight spell. That did nothing. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that was fun. So she decided to burrow to the first floor, <laughs> forgetting that there was a floor under yeah, her. I, just kind of dropped her. I was useless in that fight. At this point, Gelsira and Neith noped the fuck out. <laughs> But Electo was still into the fight, so Electo whips Ari, who does 10d6 fire damage with his fire breath, <sighs> at which point the DM cheated with the calculator. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> so Galsira decides to punch the ceiling with advantage because she was a Earth Elemental. Earth elemental. And Ari slow falls down <laughs> to the floor because no that's where Galsira decided to punch evidently um an angel just kind of waved to him as he slowly fell neath uses her potion of fire breath as electo begins to whip angel fuck yeah ari flies to the second floor and begins to punchy punch punchy punch punchy punch 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 and then at which point gelsira gets in on the fire damage it was a fire nice and Angel decides to also take a book out of Electo's, take a page out of Electo's book and begins to chuck Neath at the party. Let's go, champ. And that was the worst Gelsira has ever been hit. <laughs> Ari takes out Angel with his punchy punches. Boop, boop, As Angel's skin falls to the floor, the rest of him dissipates and the magic of the city vanishes. I can't read my handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Something, a shift. Something opens. Something appears and the boar squeals. Will our players finally reach the boar? Let's find out in this episode of Some Would Play. Dear Diary. (laughs) Bombshell. And our last episode. Kill gods. The magic had dissipated around Therium. Deborah's Diary. But before <laughs> but before going after the boar, we yet again, our players like to mess around and not actually get stuff done. They decide to take their horses to Cronus's farm. Damn good thing we did. Where Cronus hugs Ari in greeting, just like family. I love that so much, by the way. And speaking of family. In game hugs. Some more family members come in. Big fan of hugs. Hephaestus. Ares, Athena, Hades is there. Just one big happy family reunion. And I'm just so happy to be around all these people I'm just so happy with. And a big surprise for Neith, a certain rogue king is also has appeared Ooh, at the table. Rogue King. I like that. <laughs> I've rogue. been calling him leader of the rogues guild. He is now the rogue king. <laughs> This is a good diary. I like Rogue King. I'm I'm changing that in my notes right now. He had a little tiara, right? 
tiara. He has a crown. Yes, he had a crown. So in my head, he's always been rogue. rogue king. Guild leader is being erased. Guild leader is being replaced with rogue king. Rogue king. It's officially in the notes <laughs> of the game. And Neath now knows what to call him in the middle of the night. Thanks to <laughs> thanks to Ari, who asked, "Hey, what's your name?" And he's like. It's Dolos. And then Kronos is all like, you gave him your real name? What? And Dolos is like, it was your daughter who gave the jig up. And Kronos was like, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine he laughs like Santa Claus. (laughs) We also learn that Dolos was a student to Prometheus and is as old as the Furies. So, you know, either Neith is robbing the grave or Dolos is robbing the cradle. Take your pick. Whichever one you like better. The ICU where newborns go when they're first born. (laughs) (laughs) However, our gods and goddesses reveal a higher plan for our players. Yeah. Which may or may not include Neith being able to weld... (laughs) Weld. Weld even? She's, she's learning to weld from Hephaestus, probably. <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> a weapon that cuts through space and time. Or could kill all the gods on Olympus, and you know our players could just take over Olympus and then rule everything. Gilsira could finally save her people and protect the forest the way she has always wanted to in her little halfling, you know, all halfling dreams. All forests everywhere. Yeah. Ari could finally bring up the dragonborn race so people are no longer looking down on them. They look up to them because he would be one of the gods. going to give them all wings. <laughs> you could do that. And Neith could finally be a goddess of death the way she has always wanted to be. She could be, you know. The rogue queen. The rogue queen. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Shivers just <laughs> happened. Neith remembers that. Um, I keep calling to call Dolos Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even watch Westworld. <laughs> we should just refer to him as the Rogue King. Just <laughs> now the Rogue King. This is why I didn't need to know his name. Okay. Um, the Rogue King told Neith that rem- um, that Neith rem- remembered. I can talk. I promise. You know, I'm just going to skip this one, this note, because it's not coming out right. Okay. (laughs) And our players finally go through Dolos' door to Aspasia, where they're going to prepare for defeating the boar. Let's find out if they do in this episode of Someone Play. Dear Diary. Diamond Soul. In our last episode, (laughs) our players took a little side trip to Aspasia where Neith finally gets a pretty Warhammer. Yay! She now has bludgeoning damage. She's so happy. And Gelzira, Gelzira, Gelzira. Gelzira. Is it, is, it Gel, is it Gel or Gel? It's what it's either. It was originally Gelzira, oh, okay. and Jenna called her Jelly, and so it became Gelzira. It just mm-hmm. evolved. And well, she I've just been sort calling of, you Gelzira. She just sort That's of fine. lets it happen. But which, which do you prefer? Gelsira is my Get like me. real name, <laughs> but people call me Jelly, and as a result, Gelsira is allowed. It's just been fun for me to watch because I've <laughs> noticed it every single time, and I love it. Well, they went to the cleric's guild <laughs> <laughs> to get some get some stuff, get some 
components. Is that what you call it? Spell components? Spell mm-hmm. components. Like materials. Ari goes back to the forestry shop and sells back some stuff. Forestry shop. That's what you wrote down? <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't write any of that down. So I was. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the hunt shop, the whatever that was, shop. and I Just sold back, back some, some shit. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> also, Ari is going to be getting. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. This is also. sparkling water. <laughs> Continue, Mike. Ari is going to get an awesome cloak. From H. That's what I wrote. H. <laughs> From H. Were you drunk last game? I was. Nice. <laughs> I was. And um, and everybody went, one, two, three, go team with Ari. They get back. The ground is shaking. The boar is squealing. And they try to fly up to the top of the mountain. Electo. I don't know why this happened, but it did. <laughs> Electo catches Galsira and Neath. Um, and drops Gelsira yeah. because Electo still hates Gelsira and finally got her chance, but catches her in the last minute. Cooler heads prevailed. She's going to catch her. She's going to catch her. I have no idea what this next part says. Seven. Ari hags front the... Hangs from the... I go. I went and saw Eris. You went uh, and saw Eris? I sure did. I think... The note that you're getting ready to read is Ari hanging from the wall or the cliff of the mountain. From the cliff. Ari hangs from the cliff. Why was I? Oh, right. Because I was killing it. Yeah, you were killing it. I was doping it up while everybody else was dying. And Electo holds on to Neath and Galsira like an eagle. They land. I'll back up to where you're at. You're the one ca- causing yourself to have more work, making random noises over there. I leave that in. People hate me, I'm sure. They ought to. <laughs> I hear me and I'm like, shut up, idiot. <laughs> won't stop. I don't know. It's anyway, a sickness. <laughs> our players have finally reached the top of the mountain where there's bubbling lava. Hell yeah. A path to the center arena where there's a soot covered boar. Oh, it's covered in soot. Gross. <laughs> we should wash it. First. And I don't know what the rest of my notes say. It scribbles. But let's find out if our players can finally defeat the boar in this episode of Sunwood Play. Our heroes <laughs> prepping to fight the boar. The boar roars and lava splashes up all around them. And Gelsira and Neath are frightened. Neath ah! <laughs> <laughs> so going, I can't go anywhere near the boar. Throws a fire grenade, which just kind of plinks off the boar into the lava. Um, the boar charges Ari for 38 damage. Rolled all up. Galsira comes out of the ground and punches its belly as an earth elemental as Ari stuns the boar. However, the boar just decides to lay down on Galsira. <laughs> that hurt. Neith remembers that she has flying boots that she's had for a long time. <laughs> I just never used them. Um, crushing damage is now a thing. If it wasn't before, it is now. No, it's a legit thing. I looked it up. Oh, is it a legit thing? It's a legit thing. It sounded so cool or when I didn't think it was a legit thing. All right. Well, the board did crushing damage. 
<clears throat> However, Neith lassos the boar, and Galsira attacks with her savage attacker. Neith and Electo wrangle the boar as Ari stuns and Ari punches the boar as Electo then begins to ride the boar. So we've got Neith hog tying the front legs, Electo riding the boar, Ari going punchy punch, punchy punch, and Galsira as an earth elemental. Let's find out if our heroes can finally defeat the boar in this episode of Some Would Play. <laughs> Dear Diary, in our last episode, our heroes continued to fight the boar who rolled into lava with Electo on its back, and the volcano erupted around the walkway. It's a good fight. The boar pops up. Electo's skin is, like, melting off, but she looks like she's greatly enjoying herself. The boar stomps and cracks off part of the walkway, while Gelsira cures herself. You know? Who heals the doctor? The doctor, right? The boar starts crying... The boar starts crying magma and snorting thunder and lightning. Yeah, that was dope. The boar charges and the battle rages on. Phase two was sick. Gelsira casts the boar 100 feet into the air and then it just drops it. That was so much fun. <laughs> I'm getting Prentice Mononoke vibes. <laughs> it was the Araminthian boar. Yeah. The boar erupts with lava, which engulfs Galsira, and Galsira has to take a little visit to see Hades um. and... Cerberus. That was fun. Stupid volcano. However, Gelsira did get the red ruby collar like Miss America. And was... <laughs> that's what my notes say. And she was able to come back and in a little cave and was like, oh, maybe we could have gone this way because now she was behind some shivering save point that none of us crossed because we took the shortcut into... Someone forgot we could fly. Yeah. <laughs> The boar wraps his mouth around the body of Neith, and Neith then melts, and she takes a little trip to see Hades. Gelsira eagles out. Electo throws Ari to the cave so he can hit the checkpoint. And because Neith had not hit the checkpoint, she ended up back at Cronus's farm. Ah, forgot about that. <laughs> yep. But that meant Neith got to swing the sickle of Kronos again and cut through space and time. And that really gets, you know, that really does it for Neith. Beautiful scene. Um, and as she walks out, Kronos does the Forrest Gump wave to Neith. <laughs> She gets back, our players fight on, and they're able able to collar the boar into two pieces. Knee starts sliding down the back of the boar, and let's find out what they do in this episode of Sun Will Play. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our party attempts to cut the boar into pieces. You know, a boar that's resistant to slashing damage. Fucking idiots. So... (laughs) (laughs) It took a while, except Neith got her quills. Gelsira got her leg for the sinew and hide and things that Hephaestus would want. So, you know, I mean, it seemed like an idiotic thing, and yet we got it. And yet it was. You know, with the help of Electo, a primordial deity. So, you know, um, so as our players are attempting to slash up the boar, the arena starts crumbling into the lava and the lava is erupting. 
So they have to drag the boar. Neat just like dashes out because Neat is like, I mean, I'm a little low human. What am I going to do? The best thing I can do is get out of everybody's way. So <laughs> you guys were Gil- one turn from death on the D6. <laughs> we were one turn from death. So Gilsara is dragging a haunt and Electo and Ari are dragging like the head and I forget how the body even got there. Something about an ape, maybe. You know, Gelsire and ape in it. I don't know. It wasn't that long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were just doing it. But they do finally get the boar to the altar of the 12 gods. And from there, they kind of zoom to Mount Olympus where they begin feasting. And Neith notices a purplish sparkly door to the top of Mount Olympus where she remembers like... Neith's boo pretty sure that goes back to a certain rogue king's rogue lair <laughs> lair <laughs> wait when you, when you say rogue king is that like king of the rogues or like yes. a yes. king that's oh like oh king of the rogues yes i'm very intrigued by that um, very intriguing <laughs> and then cedric flies off with fire spitting behind him Jelly, always it, with the dope ideas. Karga takes a shot and also leaps off and turns into his um, advanced form. Yeah, Arya's like, what the fuck? Hey, Karga, get in on some However, action, our party it. does stay, you know, overstay their welcome on Mount Olympus. They're not gods yet. And they got a little, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink from Artemis, um, who also helped toe in Cedric because Cedric did not want to leave. I love that because like there's no way the guys were letting him just hang out there forever. Yeah. So they were yeah. going to kick him out regardless. Like, fuck off, Al. <laughs> they go back to the altar of the 12 gods where the pillar is now a lava lamp. Fucking dope. They head oh. back to a, the city of Aspasia where they go to the boar's head where they find a great bard lava. named Vincefield or... People call him Vince. He prefers spectacular over great. Spectacular, spectacular over Vince great. Okay, well, my notes say great, so that's what you get called. Great Vince Field. And Neath swoons. Well, Katara Halcyon. Uh, will you let me finish my no. <laughs> I mean. Neath swoons as Katara Halcyon. We've been married like. <laughs> Almost 11 years. years. <laughs> So let's find out what our players do in this episode of Someone Play. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our heroes decided to actually give themselves a little celebration by heading to the Boar's Head Inn and hanging out there. My breath is spicy. Their server finally brings them food and drink. Ari thinks ahead, orders multiple drinks. Hell yeah. And the bard, as the bard starts back to the stage, people begin swaying to the music. Why wouldn't they? They are play our heroes eat. (laughs) They drink. They enjoy the performance. So much that Gelsira imagines a beach at night and casts a mirage. Like a crazy person. That kind of confuses Ari at first, realizing he's drinking from a conch shell filled with ale. Conch shell. Vince ends the performance and then opens the door to his magnificent mansion, which very much confused Katara slash Neith slash Katara because she was going to invite him 
to stay at the mayoral estate and he's like let's go just stay in the back and she's like there's an alley back there why would i want to stay in an alley <laughs> but it turns out pocket dimension totally checks out everyone gets a personalized room aries comes with a picture of electo Katara's comes with multiple ladies in waiting and Gelsira tries to drunk walk to her room and ends up getting carried by servants. Gelsira's room has fireflies in it. And they all have the best sleep they have had in a long time. Everyone is clean <coughs> for once in this campaign because they keep forgetting to do things like take a bath unless there's like a goddess made river, evidently. And even their clothes have been cleaned and mended. And Cedric no longer has lice. <laughs> Everybody Word. just realized that Cedric has been flying around with them with lice this whole time. As do most wild animals. They have lice. It's disgusting. Our heroes Circle go down life. for breakfast. At which point, this mysterious bard begins to see pieces of their past and begins to weave the images that he sees into music and into a new song and notices that our heroes have had a very interesting experiences and adventures. Let's find out what our heroes do this time in Somewhat Play. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our players had awoken in the magical mansion and it heard three knocks on the door. It turns out it was Hephaestus who gave a nice hearty good morning. He's so cool. And walks just, just is the best. Strolls into the magical mansion, even though it's not his. God, God, it is shit. now. <laughs> Sits down, puts his feet up on the table like he owns the place, and he brings presents. Present time, present time. Open the presents, see what you find. Ari gets a package, and Gelsire gets a box every time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hephaestus then Festus. begins to eat with them. Gelsire gets a halfling-sized longbow. That's an oxymoron. Is it? <laughs> Halfling longbow, yes. With in, that is inlaid with ebony of the boar fight. I don't know if that just made sense what I just said. It did. Okay, good. <laughs> it didn't sound right in my head. Ari, however, gets a dragon scale cloak with dragon bone segments and a dragon skull at the top it starts off purple that fades to black so and even katara slash neith admires gelsira's longbow and you know leaves a present in vince's marble column mm -hmm. aka her arrow she just had to shoot she <laughs> sees a pretty weapon she's got to use it as you do and Neith doesn't really, Neith slash Katara slash Neith doesn't really trust Vince because Vince was spouting some stuff that he should not know anything about. You should trust him. Trust me. I'm very trustworthy. She doesn't know that. She doesn't trust anybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very classic rogue. Yeah. <laughs> very classic. However, Vince does manage to spell Katara, so she just leaves him alone. <laughs> And then the party deliberates what to do. Something about a word vomit cloud. Yes. I don't remember what that was. Makes sense. All right. But then Didn't the bard. That long ago. Genially. That was a few drinks ago. Okay. Okay. Holds Ari's hand and casts find the path. We're in love now. Yes. 
I'm surprised Electo didn't get a little jealous. Where Ari and this said bard see five paths split. (laughs) (laughs) But can't really discern any one path because there are no wrong paths in Aspasia. No wrong answers in Aspasia. There are no wrong answers in Aspasia. Anything you do, right call. But... Katara slash Neath slash Katara does not see these paths, does not know what the heck Vince is doing to her friend slash uh, companion. And overreacts. And overreacts (laughs) as she is wont to do, very in character for her, and tackles Vince to break his concentration. All the while, Gelsira continues eating. Yeah, she does. Girl. Ari begins to chant, Hephaestus is the bestest. Hell yeah, because he is. And the party does decide, you know what? We'll just go visit Bindi. We'll just start there. Just facts. They do get to Bindi's bobbles, where Bindi is bossing around some angels and demons. Well, sleeping. Well, she was sleeping and then bossing and then talking to some muses. Bindi catches up with the muses that evidently Vince doesn't know that they're muses. What the heck's going on with there? Gelsira learns how not to be blinded when there is a lot of magical energy going around and not to be overwhelmed when she uses detect magic. Sleep with one eye open. And Bindi agrees to help the party go talk to Hecate. 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 Did we all become the Swedish chef from the Muppets? (laughs) 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 However, first, Bindi has to go sober up. (laughs) Probably racism. (laughs) Let's go find out what our our players do this time and someone play. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan of you, Daphne. Big fan. I'm a big fan of me too. Never die. (laughs) Dear Diary. In our last episode, Gelsira and Neith went to the weaponsmith, and Gelsira learned that the weaponsmith is a bastard. The weapons master, because we came from smith to master, bribes the constable of Aspasia. Neith attempts to pick a lock and fails abysmally, and then pouts a lot. However, Gelsira manages to get more gold from... The Armorsmith. Armorsmith. That's the word that's on my paper. Good <laughs> job. Gelsira orders an eye patch with studs and um, the symbol of Ares on it. So we're going to see how that turns out. That'd be pretty cool. Neith throws a tantrum <laughs> because that's what Neith does. As she is wont to do. And Gelsira sends Cedric off to look for crime, which he still doesn't actually know what he's looking for. But he pretends awful hard. So good job, Cedric. Neith continues to throw her tantrum and pick some easy locks and something explodes. Cool. Vince starts <laughs> <laughs> Vince starts to compose a new song and Ari, Vince, Electo, and the Muses go to the tiny dumpling. Our party finally meets Hecate at the Wizard's Gill and Ari fills Vince, Vincefield in with all the doings of the party. Vince's BS detector, however, does not go off as Ari is talking. 
The party portals to Therium make a giant circle where fonts of magic start erupting as our party attempts to reestablish the city of Therium to keep the bar at bay. Let's see if our party is successful in this episode of Some Would Play. In our last episode, our players crafted Therium. They each added their own section of Therium as they rebuilt the barrier to the Aramithian boar. Aramithian boar. I always call. I want to call it the Armenian boar. Yeah, that's racist. <laughs> and I'm like, that's wrong. There's a whole genocide about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vince builds back a whole section dedicated to the arts with culture built in and places for street musicians and gardens and fruiting trees. I was going with the whole like Persephone and Hades thing. Yeah. On the south side, on the Hades side. And as he crafts this, souls come up from the ground and begin to take form and start engaging in all the little duties and all the little activities that you would see one in little gardens like this. Humdrum of life. They are not living. And as it solidifies and becomes a little more alive with spirits, they all hear a squeal of the boar off in the distance. Ari makes a residential area on the north side to include some inns and taverns and an apothecary slash hospital slash doctor's office slash apothecary and a whole wall just for some magic goats with curly horns Uh, because how the F did the goats get to where they are because nothing alive could get onto those little sides of this wall and actually be standing where they are. It's freaking wild. Yeah. A series of mirrors that are actually an optical illusion. Turns out they have like sticky pads on their feet, but still. But still. Let's not ruin the illusion here. They're standing on basically fucking, what's it called? Vertical surface. Vertical surface. Which is now the entrance to the west side of town. Nailed it. Ari Aesthetic. Neith builds her section in a little homage to her her homeland, including two pyramids that sprout out of onyx. It's very Moon Knight. One for a weapons shop and one for an armory with forges and fire and all the things needed in the back. And a sphinx also emerges in between them with one paw on each pyramid overshadowing them. So our heroes finally finish crafting Therium. They multiple times hear the boar squeal and then finally hear almost like a big clunk of chains as if the boar was being um, restrained once again. Whips and chains, baby. And once they were done, they decided to portal back to Aspasia where they go to the Paladin's Guild Hall where they find Martell and Pan. Mm. Reunion. Martell gets distracted by Ari's excitement, and Pan hits Martell with a kathud. Ari bear hugs the both of them after they heal each other, and Karga licks both of them. I don't remember the licking, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it totally did. It totally happened. Okay. It was tongue in ear. It's in the notes. It happened. <laughs> they then head to Cronus's to get their mounts. 
Martell's Mount is a spectral dragon. And of course, Cargo rides with Pan. Gelsira decides to head off to the Druid's Guild to, you know, do some Druid shit. <laughs> and as the rest of the party get to Cronus's, Hephaestus, Kronos, Ares, Athena, Bindi, Hecate, Hades, I'm probably missing somebody, are all there helping to take care of the farm. And they're all like, hey, hey, are, are you going to do that thing we asked you to do? Is that going to happen? And the party was like, yes, but not yet. And all the gods were kind of like, oh, okay. And then disappear. They're into it. They love us. Our heroes get their horses. Neith supplies Vince with one from a cloak. Thank you. You're welcome. A cloak of many things. A cloak horse. (laughs) (laughs) And so our heroes start heading towards Adonis in the Acmonian woods with two dragonborn in front, Vince in the middle, and Pan and Neith in the back because rogues do it best from behind. Yeah. They make it to Adani's clearing, where then they see Hera. So let's find out what our heroes do this time in our episode of Some Would Play. All right, dear diary. Walk, walk. Our party is headed to Sclavaria to head off a warlock. However, on their way through the Acamonian woods, they find out that there are hunting parties looking for something in the woods. AKA looking for a Donnie. Donnie. They do find out that the warlock is actually in Armorelia. I can't say that word and I came up with it. If it bopples. And it will fall soon if left unchecked. So they decide, you know what? We better take care of these hunting parties first, though, because Adani's only one person and these are a lot of people and they were kind of the dickheads the- that let other people know where Adani was. And the players were itching for a fight. I mean, Neith is always <laughs> up for a fight, yes. It was, I don't it know was about, overdue. I don't know about Ari, Vince, and Neith. The players. <laughs> the, players the players really needed a fight. We're like, let's go beat people up. Come on. Okay. <laughs> so the bard writes in the air to lure the hunting parties into a trap. Skywrite, really underrated spell. Okay. They come together and Neith cuts down seven out of ten in one group right away. Boom. Ari's earth elemental. So happy I figured out. Rises from the ground with a dead druid sticking out of it. That was fun. Glad you weren't here for that. The bard sleep spells one group to death. And Nee starts starts off by setting a group on fire and cutting them up a bunch. Nee throws grenades at groups and dances around explosive. Ooh, and she dances around explosive wave. Mm Mm-hmm. The bandits can't hit the paladins. Not at all. And Ari pulls out the fire breath weapon. (laughs) Pan slams his warhammer down and takes the bandits with radiant energy. Takes them. (laughs) Tases. He tases (laughs) tases the bandits with radiant energy. Uh, I liked it the first way. Not enough man on man rape <laughs> in media. <laughs> oh, Martell gets in the fight and free shatters his foes. Oh, way to go, Martell. The golem slam, atta- slam attacks. Yes. I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> Probably some, you know. Scared ba- by. I have no idea what this word is. 
All right. Very. (laughs) (laughs) The bard uses vicious mockery to cut up people. Oh, that was that was a pretty picture to paint. And Ari pops off the head of of a body. Vince never had to move. He just had to sit there holding his loot, playing along as everybody is whirling around him. It's perfect. I know a guy who plays a loot. It's me. IRL. (laughs) And our players win the day. Adani cooks the heroes a boar and they have dinner with Adani. Let's find out where our players head this time. And some would play. Dear Diary. The next day, Rico's still Don's <laughs> and Adoni is missing. Adoni is missing. Our party kind of was like, what? Where'd she go? What's happening? Hmm. I wonder if she went to Etherton, which reminded me that she had a rotting piece of fruit in her bag of holding that she pulls out and it Why? gives off a scent of like wine a wine-like scent. I still don't know the purpose of all that. She had fruit from Etherton. Great. Why try to kill us all with it? Anyway, <laughs> the, they don't know I tried to kill you yet because I haven't gotten to it in my different diary. <laughs> We're assuming you haven't listened to the last time. <laughs> yeah, great job picking it up right now. <laughs> Welcome aboard. We love you. <laughs> Hari takes a bite of the magic fruit and it tastes like rotting fruit. Yeah, not great. Pan also takes a bite and ends up getting sick on Martell. Thing of beauty. In Martell, too. After Pan gets done being sick and Martell laughing at Pan, (laughs) Martell calls on Hades and Hades grabs Gelsira (laughs) via fire. Our party goes to Pittsville via portal. And Ari taps off the trough. Really, you didn't need to listen to last episode. Not a lot happened. Pretty sure I topped it off. Yeah, you topped off the trough. Definitely didn't tap it off. Topped off. Taps off the trough. Didn't taps it. Nope. Vince (laughs) takes some fangs from the dead dragon, and he's able to get a vial of dragon blood. Nailed it. (laughs) I bought the hat. What hat? Better On the other to the hand, payroll. our 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 players do have a peaceful rest in the magnificent mansion yeah. outside of Etherton. Oh. You know, after Pan and Martell spar in the mat bath, during which Anith ta- attacked Pan, exhibiting Gelsira jumps in as an elephant. Unacceptable behavior all around. <laughs> Gelsira jet sprays Pan and Martell. It's chaotic, chaotic. That's. Everyone is now. It just says A, B, C, one, two, three. I have no idea what this word is. And the next words are ho so much. (laughs) Ho so much, baby. I mean. Is that a feature of the mansion? (laughs) I have no idea. It's got hoes so much. Oh, the servants end up having so much work to do cleaning up after our players. Why did you write hoes? Unreal. (laughs) So ho was supposed to be the word have. Well done. But some letters got, you know, merged together. It's the drugs. And I didn't actually finish the sentence. Hose so much. Fair enough. This is what I had I had most of my drinking in the first half. If I edit this drunk, that's the episode title. Hose so much. I 
second that completely. Is there so any let's find out what our players actually get. See if they actually get anything accomplished in this episode of Some Would Play. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our players headed to Etherton. Well, Gelsira gets to use her new ability to actually detect magic without being blinded. New trick. There, they meet the former Luke. Pan and Martell intimidate Luke and begin to smash the market stand. They turn up. <sighs> Why did we let them in our group again? <laughs> the party follows after Adani, where she's engaged in combat with Gabriella. Pan frisbees Adani's shield to her. Oh, yeah. Vince takes his feather from his hat and uses Tasha's hideous laughter, where he had to hit Gabriella, turn her into a caterpillar, where Karga promptly <laughs> eats Gabriella. Galsira replenishes their crops. Vince puts on an impromptu concert, and there was much rejoicing. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Yay! And they all go to Bindi's! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Bindi's the best. Then they visit Eris to give her some magic fruit to grow in the, and they plant it in the hunting grounds. So let's find out where else they might plant some magic fruit in this episode of Some Would Play. Dear Diary. Today, people busted my chops about some <laughs> hobbits. In our last episode, Ari visited the Warlock's Guild Hall, filled with whispering demons, low light, the smell of fire and brimstone. Greet, and he was greeted by an imp at the desk. Ari lets them know in no uncertain terms. <laughs> He is there to make a pact with a demon. I read a brochure in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, you read a brochure. <laughs> you know, well, Thought you know. it'd be great. What's up? Everyone stops talking and gazes at him as he walks with the drowned guild hall leader. I was assuming it was the guild hall leader. Yeah, she was. Okay. They know who I am. And goes through a portal <laughs> where he finds demons playing. They're having a good time. A 15-foot-tall pig-faced demon appears and Ari climbs upon his back. Hell yeah, he does. And he takes him into an armory. There he finds a wakazashi. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, but I can't tell what the next word is. Wakazashi. <laughs> wakazashi, which is really a red demon with a Fu Manchu and a long mustache. Yes. <laughs> they fight! And Ari proves his worth to make a pact with the demon. He returns with his ethereal... What kind of blade was it again? A wakazashi? Wakazashi. Wakazashi, wakazashi was the, the blade. Okay. And he Vulcan mind melds with the drow to awaken his blood to warlock magic. Gelsira gets an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds less cool when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a really cool eye patch. Okay. Gelsira goes to the armorer to get an eye patch. <laughs> Vince and Neath visit the alchemist. Nice. And they get some bombs and potions. The DM loses a D20. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. But it was found, so the game can continue. Vince and Heath <laughs> then visit the Broken Gilded Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> broken Gilded Sparrow. It's broke now that you gave everybody free drinks. Right? Where Vince is Unreal. initiated via the house special. Dolos is going to be like, what the hell, Neath? Damn. There is now a demon floating behind Ari that only you. he can see. Not even Karka can see him. I'm a little disappointed in that. How dare. And 
Ari paper cuts Pan and Martell. <laughs> you know, they asked for it. I'm a, everyone I'm a people has, pleaser. They all have, they have lots of drinks as they wait for everyone to get back to the Paladin's Guild so they can be on their many, merry way. Let's see if our players can actually make it to Aloha Moria. Amor Alonia. Amor Alonia. <laughs> Still not right. <laughs> <laughs> in this episode of Someone Play. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you for listening to Someone Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewoodplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Somewoodplay. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it. <laughs>